Hello and welcome to another VMware Cloud on AWS podcast. I'm your host, Bill Roth, from the Cloud Economics Group inside the VMware Cloud on AWS Group at VMware. Today's episode is about the NSX firewall and related products. And with us today to discuss this is my colleague, Sandeep Sharma, product line manager for NSX in VMC. Welcome, Sandeep. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for having me. So I've wondered a lot about firewalls. We talk a lot about NSX and, and, and I should be spending more time on it. Uh, so tell me a little bit about NSX and the advanced firewall. Tell us a little bit about why it's a big deal, why it's, why it's so important. Sure, uh, sure. So we uh, recently launched the NSX Advanced Firewall. Uh, it's a package of security features that uplevels the security uh, for our customers in VMware Cloud and AWS. Um, and, and of course, why it's important, um, right? I mean, it's, it's no surprise uh, to us or to any of our enterprise customers that as they increase adoption uh, and, and start migrating their workloads to the cloud, we're seeing the, the, the scale and, and sort of the depth of uh, attacks on those cloud-based workloads also increase. So the, the recent headlines have been full of uh, lots of sort of ransomware, malware attacks, uh, you know, just basic insider attacks and, and so on. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and, and so there's, there's probably not a single enterprise customer who's not thinking of security today. And, and of course, it's, it's probably even more critical for them to uh, uplevel their security when they come to a cloud. And, and specifically, we have the solutions uh, for them in VMware Cloud and AWS. So who, who is this for? I know we talk a lot about the software-defined network, and this essentially replaces the you know, metal boxes with wall plugs that you used to buy for your networks, more or less, doesn't it? Talk to me about who the customer is and, and, and like sort of why does this matter? Yeah, so this, uh, this really is for uh, pretty much every single customer who's, who's coming into the cloud, right? And specifically uh, into VMware Cloud and AWS. So large and small enterprises are making that uh, sort of that, that dramatic shift from their on-premises, hardware-based uh, data centers, and, and they're moving entirely into software in the cloud. And so this, uh, this security offering that we have sort of um, makes it possible for customers to bring that security capability in uh, VMC to that high, high level or, or the uh, high bar that they're uh, looking for when they come into the cloud itself, right? And, and so uh, to some extent, this, is, this actually helps all of our customers uh, make sure that they detect and, and protect their workloads that they put into, into VMware Cloud and AWS. We have a number of capabilities that solve the advanced use cases that bring our customers to the cloud. These are for use cases such as uh, disaster recovery, virtual desktops, and so on. And then of course, one of the most important things for a lot of our enterprise customers is to achieve compliance. And so these capabilities out here help our customers who are coming into VMware Cloud and AWS to achieve uh, some of their top compliance goals as well. And so you've mentioned this, and we know that the firewall is part of the NSX on-prem package, but it is, uh, is all of it available today in VMware Cloud on AWS? Yeah, so VMware Cloud uh, on AWS, every single SCDC out of the box comes with two firewalls uh, that are presented by NSX, right? So these are NSX capabilities that are used by many of our thousands of our customers across uh, the NSXT uh, product base. In VMC, we have the, the gateway firewall that protects the perimeter 
and therefore protects all the north-south uh, communications to and from workloads inside the SCDC. So that's the gateway firewall. We also have the NSX distributed firewall that's right. available on every single host within the SCDC and protects every single VM. So customers right. can go in uh, and, and start configuring their uh, sort of workload specific firewall rules. They can bring their zone-based firewalls and, and start segmenting or micro-segmenting their applications within the VMC SCDC. So those two, the, the gateway firewall and the, uh, the distributed firewall are both available for customers out of the box. Uh, and, and they both protect their workloads uh, at the layer four of the security stack. What we've done with the uh, NSX advanced security package is to introduce a number of the on-prem uh, security capabilities that we have in NSXT and bring them into VMC, specifically advanced distributed capabilities for IDS, as well as uh, layer seven uh, distributed firewalls. So these are, uh, especially the IDS is, is very highly sought after by our customers in uh, in the cloud, in, in VMC, as, as we've just spoken about. And of course, for those listeners, IDS is intrusion detection system, is that correct? That's right, yes. Excellent. Um, I have some experience back in the day with some of the open source um, intrusion detection systems. One assumes that, that this has probably uh, become much more advanced in the intervening years. Would you say that's accurate? Uh, well, certainly. So I think as uh, as sort of the software capabilities have grown uh, in the cloud, VMware and especially the NSXT products have uh, sort of up-leveled the security as well. And so NSX uh, distributed uh, IDS IPS or, or intrusion detection system and intrusion protection systems mm-hmm. are actually a very popular product. Uh, and, and we've won a number of awards for the on-prem product. The exact same capability is now coming into VMC, right? So, so, so why this really matters to our customers is that the IDS capability in NSXT in VMC uh, actually helps them to detect attempts to exploit any vulnerabilities in their applications. And, and the fact that it is entirely software-based, it's entirely distributed across all hosts within the SCDC, and therefore is able to inspect all the traffic uh, without any sort of bottlenecks or without any gaps in coverage. Right. So that's a very critical sort of operational benefit for uh, the customers is the fact that uh, they set the rules once and then it sort of automatically follows with the applications or the VMs uh, if, if they migrate, if they scale out, et cetera, within the uh, SCDC. It comes uh, integrated with the, the uh, NSX Threat Intelligence Cloud Service. That's where all of the IDS signatures are curated and maintained by NSXT. And they're used across the board, right, in NSXT on-prem as well. Um, Got it. So the, Got it. That's key. So you do you do have sort of there is a database, one assumes frequently updated of sort of various threats that are out there, and that's exactly. that's right. Then sort of shared with the uh, shared with the endpoints out there. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's constantly updated to make sure that the uh, the signatures that are available within uh, within VMC are are sort of up to date, and that's really what matters, right? Is because the threats keep evolving. Uh, out mm-hmm. on the internet and and all of that and and uh, customers need to make sure that their sort of protection uh, also uh, follows suit in, in in the same way. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that there's two fire there's two firewalls that you get. So there's a perimeter firewall, but also for um, I think it was east west traffic. You've got this distributed firewall right. that, that does layer seven. So, I mean, in many ways, I know we already have a, there there's there are already 
because of this DFW, why do they need the, the layer seven? Tell me a little bit more about that. Sure. What we have, uh, sure. Yeah, that's, that's actually an excellent question, right? Because uh, what we have out of the box is layer four capabilities. So customers can identify their IP addresses and so on and, and uh, 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 apply their uh, allow or deny rules on the distributed firewall according to their applications and, and so on. With the layer seven capabilities, we really bring an entirely new uh, level of security capability, right? Because the DFW now comes with the ability to identify specific applications using what's called uh, application identity, or uh, it, it's also called context profiles, which basically means that NSX detects and has the, uh, the protocols that are used by a number of the most common enterprise applications. So they, these would be, uh, you know, these would be uh, you know, uh, applications like GitHub, there would be applications like web servers, um, and, and a number of these uh, most common um, uh, sort of Microsoft applications and so on. It comes with those signatures, uh, with those uh, pro uh, patterns that are already built into the distributed firewall, and therefore it assists our uh, customers to create the rules that apply to those very specific applications that they bring into VMC. So the rules no longer need to be sort of tied to an IP address, but they can rather be tied to the actual protocols that are used uh, by these uh, by these workloads, and and therefore it minimizes the uh, attack surface, uh, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. Because those applications are now exposed on only a very specific set of protocols that they intend to communicate with. Um, Got it. So not only protocol like protocol and port based filtering, but also now basically looking at application flows. So they understand this might be an exchange uh, set of data. This might be Apache, um, but if something else has come into port 80 that they don't recognize, they might want to filter it or some words to that effect. Is that, is right. that about where this, uh, the implication of this? That's right. That's, uh, that's quite right. Got it. One thing I see frequently when I look at that is fully qualified domain name filtering. Can you tell us uh, the, the FQDN, probably one of the worst four-letter acronyms. Uh, oh. tell, me, tell us a little bit about that in the context. Yeah, so FQDN refers to the sort of the endpoints that the workloads in VMC communicates, right? So specifically, uh, we've already spoken about the ability to identify uh, the, the protocols that are used by applications, but there are also these endpoints that the applications need to communicate with. Mm -hmm. And there are a number of uh, endpoints that our customers just do not want uh, their workloads communicating with, right? I mean, they, they definitely have no reason or probably usually don't have any reason to communicate with, let's say, facebook.com or there may mm -hmm. be a number of other uh, sites that they just do not want um, their workloads communicating with. And, and so that's really where the FQDN filtering comes in. It is a fully qualified domain name, right? And so those endpoints can be either allow listed or deny listed according to uh, the way the, the customer wants. So if they've got, for example, a specific API endpoint in their on-prem data center that need to communicate with um, with their workloads, they can allow list those uh, those FQDN endpoints and and deny pretty much everything else. And then so, and again, the 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 reason this matters is that it it minimizes the exposure. It minimizes that. Uh, a threat surface that the applications uh, are exposed to when they're connected out on the uh, out on the internet. Interesting. So you you mentioned the allow list, and um, I think that really comes from I believe uh, my friend John Kindervog originally coined the term zero trust networking. And so is that 
I mean, a lot of the sort of practices that you apply here sort of start from that as a base, don't they? That's always the way it is. Um, mm-hmm. So the, 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 the entire mindset of coming in with the zero trust is actually uh, getting increasing acceptance across uh, the security community, right? Is, is the fact that you don't trust anybody out of the box and you go in only with, uh, with sort of the known capabilities and, and known uh, endpoints to communicate with. Uh, so NSXT has always taken that as, as, as I mean, it's, it's one of the, uh, the leading providers of zero trust capabilities across the board. Uh, we've mm-hmm. got a number of products in on-prem and now we're bringing them into VMC. So there's this, uh, there's this sort of constant pipeline to make sure that the security in VMC is also um, matches you know, the, the state of the art that we have in NSX. Hmm. So I've been doing a lot of reading about, I mean, we've been talking about sort of firewalls. I've been reading about sort of identity firewalls. Do you want to give us a kind of an overview about what they are and how they work? Sure. Uh, so the identity firewall is, is actually, um, it, it's another dimension to the same uh, security capabilities that we've been speaking about, right? So the distributed firewall uh, starts with application levels, but there are customers who bring, um, who might have, let's say a transient workforce or a time-based workforce. Very typically, these might be customers who have uh, virtual desktops or VDI uh, environments that they're bringing into VMC. So when they have a VDI environment, there's, there's usually, uh, there's often a trend where customers need to allow their contractors or, or some of their employee base access to a certain set of applications for a certain amount of time, right? So this might be a shift mm. where, you know, uh, uh, a set of their employees access workloads uh, in the morning and then another set in the evening. And they don't want those, uh, uh, those employees or contractors accessing those workloads at other times. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what the identity firewall does is it makes it possible to craft security rules specific to the user's identity. What we've done uh, in NSX is the, the distributed firewall integrates with the uh, customer's enterprise active directory um, user ID database, and therefore uh, makes it possible for the customers to create those user ID based rules, which can be on a per user or per session um, and, and very specific to those uh, workloads that they need to open up uh, for the individual users. Excellent. So ton of great features clearly something everyone needs in a modern cloud-based software-defined networking. If somebody wants to jump on this, toss it in their home lab, or, you know, wants to try it out as, as, as part of a pilot, how do they get it? Sure. So these uh, capabilities that we've spoken about, right, uh, the, uh, the IDS IPS, the layer seven firewalling and the identity firewall, these are all rolled into a package called the NSX advanced firewall. It's, uh, it's an add-on in VMware um, Cloud and AWS. Uh, so that was released with the 1.15 release of VMC. And as of at the moment, um, at the moment of, uh, of recording this, um, uh, this session, it's actually available at no charge for any of the customers who are on uh, the 1.15 release. So that's the way it will be until September 30th. And beyond that, there'll be, uh, there's a pricing schedule that we have published on the product uh, webpage. So that will start applying from October 1st. Uh, once uh, we get to that date, so customers can actually go in and they can uh, view the prices on that product page. I've also written a blog about these capabilities. And I believe uh, both of those uh, links should be available in the, uh, in the podcast links. Um, at the end of the session. Exactly. We'll put them in the show notes, both uh, the link for the NSX Advanced Firewall and 
uh, Sandeep's June 17th blog about this. And remember, folks, you heard it here first. NSX advanced firewall free until September, October timeframe. So rush down to your local internet and pick up some uh, before the cash registers get put in place. So make sure to uh, go down and get it. It sounds really advanced. I urge you to go play with uh, intrusion the intrusion detection part of this. Look at the threat intelligence. There's just a ton of good stuff that uh, can keep you safe and keep your network away from the bad guys. Um, so we will have uh, so we're, we will have more info. It's in the show notes. Uh, this episode was sponsored by vRealize Cloud Management. Folks, if you've got more than about 50 VMs and you need to get the single picture of your network, of your storage, of your compute, and you want that view of your environment that gives you everything in one place and allows you to optimize it, take a look at vRealize and vRealize Suite. Now with vRealize Operations, Log Insight, vRealize Network Insight, and of course, vRealize Automation. So for cloud management, think vRealize. So this is uh, another episode in the books. I want to thank my esteemed colleague, Sandeep Sharma, Product Line Manager for NSX and VMC. Thanks for stopping by, Sandeep. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for having me. Uh, it, it's been great talking to you. I love the security software. So if you've got new topics, if there's new threats we need to be aware of, just reach out. Happy to do an episode anytime on uh, security and the like. This uh, episode, our executive producer is the avuncular and convivial Mr. Ivan Oprenchuk. Our senior producer is Sonali Desai. The musical and spiritual advisor to this program is, of course, Mr. Robert Allen Zimmerman. So for Sandeep Sharma and the whole crew here at VMware Cloud on AWS, uh, I want to say thanks and check in uh, next time for another episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged. Thanks. <laughs>